Welcome to Next CLT. Next CLT is a business development initiative that focuses on strengthening companies owned by black indigenous people of color in Charlotte. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Next CLT podcast. Hey, today we have the benefit of having Chris Elliott. Chris Elliott is an entrepreneur, a former banker. He's a mentor to many. He is a person who gives of his time. He's a next CLT board member, and he gives of his time so that companies owned by Black and Indigenous people of color can grow and thrive. And Chris, welcome, and thank you so very much for your support of Next CLT. Hey, Erica. Thanks for having me. Hey, so Chris, tell us a little bit about you and your company currently. You retired, but you kind of, you know, you were an angel funds. Tell us a little bit about you in that space. Yeah, um, well, I've been a lifelong banker. Um, Starting my banking career in 1989 with uh, a bank called NCNB, which is now Bank of America. And I started there, and I think it was only about... $18 $18 billion in assets. Um, and I think it's grown a hundredfold since then. Uh, and then I moved over to a bank called Centura Bank. And that was the uh, kind of a North Carolina, small regional bank. And then took off and a group of us really took off and grew that bank up to a decent size, about the size of NCMB was about 18 billion in assets. Then we sold it out to Royal Bank of Canada um, to become their U.S. platform. And then I stayed with the Royal Bank for about three years and had a great time learning about a global bank. Uh, and then just the entrepreneurial itch uh, grabbed me. And then I took off and uh, became an entrepreneur uh, about three years after the merger. And uh, that's since then what I've been doing. I've been in and around banks with various platforms um kind of the entrepreneurial phase of my career and then currently what i do is uh, uh i consult with banks on a product called Bowley. um it's a very specific product for banks balance sheets and then i also have my own uh i guess holding company if you will called glandon group and it's got various uh investments in um, operating companies uh real estate um, and a lot of it is early stage, like you mentioned, Angel Fund. So I've been a, also an active member of Charlotte Angel Fund for about eight years now, and really have enjoyed that. It's a lot of early, not startup, but early, early stage companies that need, you know, that kind of pivotal growth capital uh, to get the business to the to the next level. So I've been active there and then have a few sidecar investments there. And then uh, direct two operating companies, one's in golf, one's in uh, pharmaceuticals that I uh, am involved in uh, that I really enjoy. Um, And then a lot of banks. So I still keep my feet in the bank sandbox and just kind of still my blood. So I guess I'm trying to retire from it. Yes. (laughs) Well, good. Hey, Chris, thanks for sharing that. Hey, Chris, you know, this whole world of banking, and since you've been in banking, you know, we hear the terms like private equity firm. 
Can you share some insight into what is a private equity firm and how does it operate? Oh, sure. Uh, that's a broad topic. So a lot of the private equity we hear about, I think, in the papers and TV and magazines, whatever, is like the big the big firms that are doing you know, cash flow lending with lots of leverage, uh, you know, the, the big deals you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, but private equity can really be defined however you want. Uh, when it's private, you know, capital, individuals, funds, firms, investing in a private company, uh, and it's not publicly traded. So they, they, I guess, by definition, it's a private capital transaction. Um, so I've kind of enjoyed the the real small end of that space. So, you know, around a million dollars in less of capital formation needs in the private equity space. But a lot, a lot of people call that angel fund, angel round, seed capital round investing. It's always good days to get an idea of what it means and for small businesses trying to understand what that is. Chris, you sit on the board and as a board member, you chair the finance committee, you're a mentor, a coach in NextCLT's Business Accelerator Initiative. What are your major reasons for supporting this I- initiative? Oh, wow. So, you know, it just really was a beautiful thing just kind of fell at my feet really so about two over two years ago um you know a dear friend called and uh said hey you know you know greg johnson right and i said i'd met greg about five years ago and then um i like greg a ton and really had a few social interactions with him and then anyway this dear friend said hey greg's starting up this really cool uh initiative i think you could lend a hand would you be interested in looking at it and i was like well sure so then it was a time you know two and a half years ago about in the country was was in a lot of strife uh after the george george floyd uh tragedy and um the black lives matter movement was new and on and there's just a lot of strife and i think confusion and a lot of just you know uh you know, discussion about that going on. And it really hit me. Then Greg really hit me with next Charlotte and the vision. And and it was like, wow, you know, black owned companies in Charlotte that need acceleration help to get to the next level and capital formations, one of the pillars he wanted to bring to the table. And it was like, Oh, that's easy. That's simple. I'd love to help. I can do that. And that was really it. So it was kind of just really dropped in my lap and it was a simple, easy thing to look at and say yeah and then from my old from my bank days but way back inside a bank you know we'd see all the time you know businesses of color coming in to get bank credit and we i always noticed it was just difficult it was just tougher um don't know really you know the whole the whys or what's or the hows of it all but it was just more difficult and then coming into next charlotte you know the opportunity I, I think is amazing is to is to break down that status quo, right? Bust out that status quo of capital formation for for businesses of color and get it more efficient. And then we can do it one company at a time uh, here in Charlotte, 
and with our program. And then, then our companies that do it for you know first can then bring it into the next Charlotte family uh, as the cohorts develop and grow. So that's it's been a it's been a wonderful journey, and I've loved every minute of it. Know that I appreciate the support that you give to Next CLT, but one of the things is you talk about financial capital and access to financial capital. But I know as a mentor, one of the things that you do is uh, help with social capital. Talk about how important that is that social capital to not only getting loans but getting access to new opportunities. Oh yeah, that's that's really the fun part of the business and the the next Charlotte community and uh, just sitting down and really getting face to face and you know getting down on the shop floor, getting really down in the company's business, learning about them, and then just landing in the connections, networking. Uh, ideas of names and people that could that that have similar experience and would be of interest to to help, uh, and then seeing those relationship connections, you know, start and take root and then and then grow fruit. Um, so the social capital is really uh, dynamic, and that definitely helps with business reputation relationships, and then it, it definitely is is hand in hand with how you access and, and develop, you know, capital to, to meet your business growth needs for sure. Thanks for that. As you look at the businesses that you support, you help, you drive, what's one initiative on your whiteboard that wasn't there 30 days ago that you were looking at? You work with a golf business and then a medical business and you support other businesses, what's something that wasn't on your whiteboard 30 days ago? Oh, geez. Um, I don't even have one of those whiteboard things, so <laughs> I don't know. Well, and, and what uh, do you think about? So if it's not, so what do you think about? What, what's something that you say 30 days ago, you didn't, you were like, hmm, maybe I need to like, you know, do something in this space. Wow. Well, with the, with the drug company, there's, um, yeah, we're kind of at a massive pivot point of, of kind of a partnership opportunity with some big pharma, if you will. And that that was kind of not really in view 30 days ago. So that's kind of exciting. And then the, the golf company uh, just coming into view the last 30 days is kind of a is it is it's a domestic only company. It's growing really rapidly and having a lot of nice success just in the U.S. Uh, is international. So the golf company for an international launch or step is new in 30 days, just beginnings, which is kind of exciting, maybe to Europe and maybe to Japan. Uh, And yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that's probably two things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, talking about golf, I know you are a big golfer. You know, the uh, President's Cup was here. How did you enjoy that? And and what, you know, any connections for your, to your golf company with that? or And what type of uh, fun and activities did you have at the President's Cup, which is rarely in the U.S. and just came to the U.S. Uh, recently? Yeah, so that was a huge, exciting uh confluence of events as you know uh and we were so thrilled to be named a um, a major beneficiary of the massive 
effort here as you know next charlotte we were you know included in uh being a recipient of some some grant money from it and that was a huge gift to us and but really for me the the sifford cup was uh a huge highlight you know so the sifford cup was about a month before it was six hbcu golf teams that came together in charlotte got to play quail hollow they organized up uh on team sifford and team black you know mr black and mr sifford two incredible pioneers in the golf industry uh and they had to they got to do a you know a president's cup format tournament and then i got to hang out with the johnson c smith team uh who was the host team and met coach watkins and his players and got to watch them play you know the quail hollow club course in just pristine you know tournament tournament conditions uh and that was really amazingly fun and cool uh, and then the leadership summit, right? So the leadership summit was the day, or the, then came the week of the the President's Cup tournament, and then all the folks of corporate America came out. You know, we were all there. Commissioner Monahan, you know, recognized Next Charlotte as a recipient of uh, a donation for uh, the work we're doing in Charlotte, and he mentioned that up on stage uh, at the summit. So that was a huge highlight. And then the golf, the actual tournament itself was a huge home run with the international team and the American team and um, got to go out there on Thursday and on Sunday to watch. Um, yeah, Darius Rucker, National Anthem, Marine Corps, Harrier Jet Flyover I mean, on Thursday. It was it was pretty spectacular and the weather was perfect and the Quahala Club just shined. Uh, brilliantly so yeah it was a huge home run you're right about that president's cup being a huge home run for next clt the president's cup gifted us uh dollars they also mentioned our name uh by you know president monahan but adam spurling uh was really a good champion for us mac everett and others who were great champions for us uh, the next clt team and so you're right about the Sifford Cup. Uh, for those people historically who do not know, Charlie Sifford is one of the first African-American golfers on the pro golf course tour. So thanks for uh, sharing that as well. As you move through your business, etc., how do you continue to learn in order to stay on top of things within your role? You talk about being a longtime banker, um, and you still stay in that banking arena and you support one major platform. How do you continue to s learn and grow in your role? Well, uh, I mean, this, right? So next Charlotte, doing a podcast. I mean, I've never done this before, right? So <laughs> this cool modern stuff is what I really, at 56 years old, want to embrace the, the the youth and the exuberance and the technology and then the, all the awesome initiatives diversity equity inclusion that's going on which is amazing to see uh in charlotte and the country and so this is really it to stay close to where the action is uh and then i do also read the wall street journal and the charlotte observer so i can stay global and then uh, local uh and just my daily reading in the morning to stay up on business affairs for 
and those I like those two publications for uh, keeping me fresh and sharp on what's going on locally and then in the country and the in the world pretty much. As you keep in touch with you know uh, local and global knowledge, using the Wall Street Journal, using the Charlotte Observer, what's been the biggest failure in the last year that you had, and why do you think that happened? Oh God. <laughs> That's a tough one. I don't know if I could say a failure. I think, you know, I like life's a work in process, right? Right. You know, kind of daily ups and downs and bumps and failures. And I guess my mindset would be just take it a day at a time. Uh, it's all work in process. Don't take yourself too seriously. Keep it simple. Um, and then sure. Uh, I've had, you know, things that, uh, you know, you kind of set, what you kind of expect to happen and want to happen, then, you know, just expectations can be preset resentments, you know, and <laughs> on things. So I try to check that at the door. Um, but I wouldn't say there's been any kind of major failure in the last 12 months that I can think of, but it's, um, um, yeah, be more, just don't set yourself up for too much expectations, um, yeah. in life and in general, and then just one day at a time it, and, uh, be, try to be of maximum service to, those that you're uh right around that day yeah so one day at a time uh be of service of those people around you so pretty much optimistic and looking at things like a lessons learned, right so uh don't take it so seriously just keep it moving i i like that because then you don't look at things from a failure vantage point you look at it from a lessons learned vantage point you know, Chris, as a mentor, and I coming back to this mentorship piece that I talked about on the board, you have a mentor-mentee relationship. Tell us about that relationship and how does that work as a mentor-mentee? Oh, yeah. So that's a huge, uh, huge part of the fun for being involved in Next Charlotte. And I think I've actually enjoyed getting a mentor-mentee relationship in each one of the cohorts now so we're up to what four we're up to five five so five cohorts so i think i've gotten one from each class maybe i've missed one but anyway that's such a, a thrill and a privilege and you know e even though uh i guess i'm technically the mentor uh i would honestly say it's a 50 50 two-way street that you know i'm really learning and growing and uh, getting as much out of it, I hope, as the mentee, the cohort member of Next Charlotte, because it's just a wonderful uh, program and relationship. And we usually kick it off like going to get lunch somewhere local where the company is. And uh, and then from there, then we'll just have you know, Zooms or telephone calls and follow up with emails of just brainstorms and ideas and how to, how to help the company with um, – kind of where they're at and where they want to go. So, uh, yeah, that's, that might be the, the biggest and best for me uh, asset of being involved with, with Next Charlotte is the mentor-mentee uh, program. We'll kind of like wrap here, but wanted to talk about passions, right? So what are you passionate about that you have not yet added to your things to do? <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Uh, boy, I don't know. I just kind of maybe wait, wait on God for that one. <laughs> if he's got something to drop in my lap, uh, I'd be open to it. But, um, I just, 
try to wake up every day and just be passionate about what what the day has and unfolds and um just take it one day one step at a time wow. and um but yeah what what it could be i don't know yeah um going into outer space or down to the mariana trench probably not but <laughs> <laughs> uh but anything in between yeah i'm probably up for it well chris thank you so very much for taking the time to meet with us thank you for your support of next clt thank you to being a mentor to others within our organization and your support of me i really appreciate that so thank you very much for taking the time to be part of this podcast as well Eric, my pleasure. Thank you and uh, for having me. And it's been so fun. Look forward to many more uh, experiences with you.